We've been looking at this idea of identity crisis, right? And this idea that, that teens today have this, this problem with knowing where to place their identity, right? And we've been looking through different places that teens place their identity. So first we looked at, uh, so we looked at this idea of false identity. So F-A-L-S-E, right? So first we looked at the F where we place our identity, which is friends. The A is attitude. And today we're going to look at the L in where we place our false identity. Anyone have a guess at what it is? Go, just say it. No, it's looks. It's looks. Okay, that's the get ready. Okay, never mind. Okay, listen. So tonight, tonight, we're going to be talking about this idea of our looks or our physical appearance being where we place our identity. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It took me a long time to find a video for tonight because every time I started looking, I got bogged down by endless videos, many of which made me feel like there was some sort of war going on for the minds of this generation. And, and I don't know if you guys fully understand what that means. Um, and so I'm going to try to explain it to you, but I want you to know how concerning this is to me. This idea that we have m- multiple competing um, things trying to establish a mindset in our in our teens today and so on one hand there were countless videos on why we shouldn't care what other people think and how thinking that we don't look good or there's something wrong with our physical appearance um, is detrimental to our physical and mental health right this idea that if we think badly of ourselves it causes you know us to have this bad self-image which causes us to physically and mentally um, not be well. And, 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 I, and you know what? Not only do I believe these videos to be true because of the doctors and the research and the, the stuff that they're presenting, but I've also seen this played out over and over again in the lives of teenagers that I'm working with, that if they don't think highly of themselves, um, it creates a very negative uh, mental and physical life situation. But as I was looking this, remember I said there was a war. So obviously there's a competing mindset with what we just talked about. And, and right alongside all these videos, working to convince uh, not just teens, but humans that they are perfect however they are, there were numerous videos that were reinforcing this idea that physical appearance is all that matters. And, and even some had like top 10 or top 7 or top 3 ways to improve your appearance. So on one hand, we have people telling us why we shouldn't worry about uh, what we look like and our appearance. Um, We have a society and a culture that completely tells us a different story. So it's no surprise if I stood up here and I told you that our culture is based on your bases, your identity on how you look, none of you guys would be shocked by this statement, right? Like we, we understand that this is kind of the, the status that our culture is in and, and that we see time and time again from those who are deemed to have what, what people would call desirable physical appearance get some sort of maybe a preferential treatment from peers or maybe even sometimes authorities. Um, so not only do we see this played out in our lives, but how many times have you watched a movie or, or like a TV show and like the pretty girl always has like the nice life and like that's like literally the basis of every movie, right? So like our, our culture perpetuates this idea that physical appearance um, is, is all that really matters. And, and, you know, 
it's, it's just crazy if you really stopped and thought about it for a second, how chocked full uh, of this mindset um, our culture is, that, that looks are really the only important thing about people. And, you know, it's, it's sad to think that, that it's true that we live in a shallow and superficial culture, one where I, I, I thought this was very interesting. I never really thought about it. But, you know, when they first made iPhones, um, I don't even know if you guys will remember this, but when they first made iPhones, they only had a camera on the back, right? Because you needed it to take pictures of everything. And pretty quickly they realized that people were like turning the phones backwards and taking pictures of themselves. So they're like, you know what? We need to put a camera on the front of the phone. Like, why in the world do you need a camera on the front of your phone? Well, it's so we can take selfies and pictures of ourselves, right? And it just perpetuates this idea that our culture is... is is so obsessed with self and this idea of self. And, and even all of our social media, uh, our, our social media and our post, we have to run through numerous filters, right? I, like I hate posting on Instagram because I feel like I have to choose a filter. Like it's like, choose a filter. And I'm like, what if I just don't want to choose a filter? It's like, no, you must choose a filter. But you have to go through these numerous filters, many of which are designed to conceal or change certain physical aspects that people maybe find unflattering. And, and honestly, guys, this is not your fault. Like the, the state of where our culture's at and the way that people perceive this is not your fault. You're living in a world uh, that's consumed with this idea of self. And it's not surprising that many if not most or all teens, eventually get lured into this trap of identification through their physical appearance. And, and I don't think that those who fit into this worldly picture of beauty are immune to this. In fact, they may be more prone to allowing their looks shape their identity because it gives them some form of superiority, right? If you had someone who was just like, drop dead gorgeous, right? They're probably going to be more likely to identify as pretty because it makes them feel better about themselves, right? So, so this is something that affects everyone. So we all understand that our worldly culture is obsessed with forming identity from its looks. And we talked last week in ways that this mentality, uh, these mentalities have infected our church culture where people judge and condemn people for not wearing um, what they deem to be church clothes, right? Like, like I don't know. I I don't know if this is just me, but like, I remember whenever I was a kid, like whenever I was a teen, some people would get upset if you wore jeans to church because you were supposed to wear like slacks or khakis, you know. And now, like, the big thing is sometimes in the summer, I see teens will wear like khaki shorts or cargo shorts, and people get so mad because you wore shorts to church. And it's just this idea that our physical appearance somehow is tied to our being, right? And, and it's really sad that, the, that our, our church culture has this idea of, of being frustrated over what people are wearing to church, right? We're coming there to focus on God, not focus on what other people are wearing. And, and, and we, we understand that this idea of looking nice and presenting ourselves nicely is important. But I would rather someone come to sh- church in shorts than not come to church at all. Right. And, and so uh, I just I want us to understand that realistically, when we look at this idea of physical appearance, it is so unimportant to God how we look, 
Because if we look at 1 Samuel 16, the Lord says to Samuel, so, so literally these are God's words to Samuel for him to write down for us to read. This is what God says. Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things that people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Guys, I, I know this is challenging to do. And sadly, I, I know that some of you guys are going to leave here tonight and totally ignore everything that I'm talking about right now. Like, I realize that that's going to happen for some of you. But if you hear nothing else tonight, I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Don't you dare ever let any person determine your worth, your value, or your identity based on your looks. Okay? And when I say any person... That includes yourself, right? Because we are sometimes the most critical people of our own personas, our own selves, our own appearance, right? We, we, we self-criticize more than anyone else. And so don't ever let any person, including yourself, determine your worth, your value, or your identity based on your looks. Because God made you and formed you the way you are because he wanted you like that. Far too often I see teens who are not happy with their physical appearance and they seek to change it as much as possible. Many take these changes to unhealthy extremes like maybe steroids if they want to look bigger or look stronger or be stronger. Some, some maybe go the, uh, the route of self-abuse or maybe eating disorders. Guys, all these things are direct symptoms of mistaken identity based solely on physical appearance. Now, they may have other ties and other connections, but these things are so closely tied to how we identify with our physical appearance. Now, some of these changes, right, some of these changes we go through are less harmful, like maybe dying or cutting our hair or working out more to, to, to look bigger or whatever. However, we still have to be very careful because these can be early symptoms of, of a of a mindset or an identity being misplaced, right? That, that we're trying to change who we are, change the way we look because of something. And, and you know, I'll, I'll explain how this can, how this can be negative. So, so let's say you have someone who they want to like, they want to look bigger. They feel like they're too scrawny and too small. And so they become super obsessed with working out more, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing, right? We wouldn't think if someone got really into working out that that'd be a bad thing. But what if you become so obsessed with that, that you're doing that and stop spending time with your friends and your family and you start ignoring and hurting relationships and friendships so that you can work out more, right? Like we understand that if we allow this to seep into our minds too much, it can drastically impact the way we view the world just because we're, we're more prone to wanting to fit some sort of personal appearance. But I really want to examine the thoughts behind, you know, what, what we do and how we do it. So what does this all mean for us? When we look at this, when we think about our looks, like, you know, I can sit here and I can say, and you guys could even agree with me. You could be like, you know what, Brian, you're right. I don't need to worry about my identity being tied to the way I look or my physical appearance, but it's so hard not to do that. What can I do about it? So what does it mean? What can we do if we feel like we aren't pretty enough or don't look physically pleasing enough? Well, let's start at the beginning. At creation, Genesis 1, the first 
chapter of the first book of the Bible, Genesis 127, it says, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Guys, you may not realize it, and honestly, I, I know at times we don't feel like it, right? We all struggle with, with times where we, don't feel, uh, where we don't feel great. But each and every one of us was made in God's image. We are all made as a reflection of God and who he is. And, and so if you find yourself thinking that you aren't good enough, you need to remember that your identity is truly placed in God, that God created you and he defined you and that you were made in his image to be like him. Guys, we have to realize that our identity is found in God and his perfection. It's not found in a weight room. It's not found in a container of makeup. It's not found in skipping meals to try to look thinner. But the important thing is, if you've, if you've been placing your identity in your appearance, if you've been looking at yourself God's creation and telling yourself that it's not good enough, it's okay because God still loves you and God still wants to use you and he doesn't care what you've done or how you felt in the past. What he cares about is your future and how he can use you in the way that he has created you and designed you to be just how you are to do his work for his kingdom. Guys, it is so important that, and, and I realize that this is challenging. I remember being a teenager. I remember feeling the way that you guys felt. I was there. I experienced some of the same things that you guys are going through. And, and it, was, it was until I was older that I started to realize, you know, that my identity is truly in God. And whenever I stopped caring what other people thought and only cared about what God thought of me, my life radically changed. And, and so I just hope that tonight... You guys can grip onto this idea that, that what the world says doesn't matter. What other people say doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what God thinks of you. And God thinks that you are perfect because you were created in his image and he is perfect. Guys, I, I want you all to just close your eyes real quick. We're, we're kind of coming to the end here. And, and I like to just have a time of reflection. So I want you guys to just close your eyes real quick. I want you to just take a breath, take a deep breath, just kind of relax, right? We, we all have busy lives, hectic days. You've been sitting here still for a long time. You're probably getting antsy. Just take a breath and relax. I want you to think about what we talked about tonight. I want you to think about what this means for you. Maybe there's some of you out there who have put so much of their faith in their appearance that they've been unable to fully commit to God and his plan for their life. Maybe you haven't become a Christian because, and, and surrendered your life completely to God because you don't think that you're good enough. Guys, that, that needs to end tonight. You are good enough. God designed you to be like him. He made you in his image. I beg you, if you are struggling with this, if you, if you feel like you are not good enough for God, I, I beg you to find an adult and talk to them about this. Help, and they will help you to realize that God designed you for a purpose. God created you to be a part of his plan and he wants you in his plan. It's why he created you. 
I want you, I want you to just be able to say to yourselves fully and believe that you're done worrying about what the world thinks. And that you're ready to follow God with all that he has created you to be. Guys, I know some of you are probably feeling lots of different things right now. And I just want you to know that that's okay. Right? When we study God's word and we get into his word, it should stir our heart. We should feel God's passion and emotion fill our heart. And so I want you guys to think, and, and, if, and I'm going to ask you guys right now, if, if you feel like God is moving in your heart right now and that you need to make a step to, to surrender to him and to put your life in his hands, I just want you to put your hand up right now. Just say, I need to surrender my life to God tonight. I need to follow his plan for my life and I need to do what he's called me to do. Thank you guys. Put your hands down. I'm going to ask you to do something that's really uncomfortable right now. You guys can look up here. If you raise your hand tonight, I want you to go find an adult and tell them what you're feeling. I know that's hard. I know that's challenging. But I promise you, all these adults in here, they love you and they care about you. And they want what's best for you. So if you raise your hand tonight, I want you to go find one of them and just tell them like, hey, I need to follow God's plan for my life. How can I do that? And they will walk you through that. Okay. I'm going to pray for you guys. We'll dismiss. I know that it's enticing to go grab cake, but I'm very serious. If you have business you need to take care of with God tonight, please do that before you get cake. Okay? The cake will still be there. Okay? Let me pray for you guys, and we'll be dismissed. God, thank you so much for tonight. God, thank you so much for creating us in your image. God, I know how hard it is to be a teen in today's society. I know how hard it is to, to sometimes think that we're not worth it, that we're not that we're not any good, that we're not perfect, God, but knowing that we were made in your image, that we were crafted after something that is perfect and how that makes us, God, we, we just praise you for that. We thank you for the call that you've placed on our lives. We pray that you would help us if we struggle with this idea of not thinking we're good enough, that you would just put those burdens, that, that mindset aside and help us to focus only on you and what you think of us, God, to be fully sold out after you and committed to you. God, I thank you so much for all that you do for us. And I pray that you would bless these students and infect them with your love. God, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.